0: Shut up! You have a female.
1: You guys hear my larynx Yes. Oh, people can hear my laryngitis. Very nice.
0: You're learning jitis. What the fuck is that?
1: You'll find out about it. It's the uh, learning jitis.
0: Oh, learning. J- oh, okay. I thought you my- said learning jitis, like a sickness. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is that? I, I, you know what? I, I, I think that the reason why we got so many views on the last episode was because I sounded like. You know that guy from While well, Was Your Problem with the V-22 episode? You know that guy yes. who not like he had, like, the flu? Yeah. Yeah, the engineer guy. I think I just need to basically get every sickness known to man so I can sound more like him. And then people will confuse us with that other podcast, and then we <laughs> profit?
0: Why are these guys talking about unknown vehicles all of a sudden?
1: <laughs> well, what's scale modeling? Ha ha <laughs>
0: I am oddly interested in this Horizon Island campaign, dude. Did I tell you? I think it was either YouTube or Instagram. I think it was my Instagram story. I posted something about my yeah. uh, Horizon Island build, or okay, yeah. some. I th- actually, it might have been YouTube. I'll go back and look. But someone commented something like, "It's so nice seeing someone bring to life the smaller countries." Uh, <laughs> it's just something like, "Bro, I." Uh, hang on, let me let me go <laughs> check my YouTube real quick. I think I know the video it's on. I. I was I'd rolling, dude.
1: These small countries get the representation they truly deserve. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, That's... who's gonna tell? Them? <laughs> <laughs>
0: honestly, <laughs> let's see. Uh, no.
1: Imagine if aliens heard this podcast. They'd just be looking at Google Earth, like, "Where is it,
0: <laughs> dude?" Honestly. Like, where Where are these fucking nerds? That may... I know it's on a video. It's on YouTube. I know that for <laughs> sure. Would it be oh, like yeah, here it see? is.
1: Oh, there you go. Okay.
0: Panzerman's Bunker. Loving the third world country, or third world T-62 diorama. Very cool seeing different countries' armies being built. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, my God. I'm sending this to you in podcast planning. Oh, God. <laughs>
1: Oh, boy, hasn't found out that the T-62 was never exported.
0: Bro, this is this is a problem. Like, a lot of these guys are old, and they don't understand, or they don't really listen to the content. I mean, I'm glad he, he's enjoying the build and all that. I really am, but, like, bro.
1: It, <laughs> Imagine leaving a nice comment on, on Garrison's video, and then all of a sudden, he and some other <laughs> dude who sounds like he's sick are ripping, it, ripping into you the next week.
0: Panzerman's Bunker, dude, if you're listening to this. Not trying to shit on you, bro. It just
1: It's just no, no, a game. No, I, I am. That's <laughs> my job. You need to learn your geography, bro.
0: <laughs> I even mentioned, bro, it's a video game, man. Armor 3, you gotta look into it. Yeah. Are we recording, actually?
1: We are recording. Yeah, yeah, it's just a three minute cold open.
0: Fucking beautiful. That's, yeah, that's a good cold I- open.
1: That's what I like to do. I just like to mess with the audience. Like, okay, what are we actually going to start? Well, maybe we'll have one episode where it's just 100% cold open.
0: Dude, yeah, the whole episode is just a cold open of all of us shitting on each other, and then someone says, are we recording yet?
1: And that's the end of the episode.
0: (laughs) I'm
1: definitely, we're going to get in copyright strikes just for that. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Fuck it. Alright, well, uh, I'm not going to use the uh, l c voice this time. Uh, you are listening to the Micro Machines podcast. Um, today's episode is about the Horizon Islands Defense Forces. If you don't know what they are, don't worry. That's why you're here. Uh, strap in. Um, today, you've got me, Dennis. I am in Ontario. I am drinking. Oh, oh uh, Garrison, you're going to like this. So, I've got black coffee, right? It says, okay. I took... Um, some Folgers coffee, right? Some Folgers instant coffee. Um, okay. I took some like no name brand decaf instant coffee, and I mixed that. Ah! Huh. I cut. I, I, I cut the Folgers. Is that a sin? I I, 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 I just feel weird drinking. I like, I feel like purists are gonna come after me. But like, it's getting late here, and I don't want to be up until two. I don't know. I'm gonna see. We're gonna see how how caffeinated i am at the end of this episode
0: you're gonna wake up to like seven people standing over you and they're all gonna have like different coffee logo t-shirts on yep or starbucks shirts because oh starbucks, starbucks is just... people
1: <laughs> oh happy pumpkin spice season everyone yes
0: oh my fucking dude i can't wait my excuse for drinking so much pumpkin spice this year is moving like, I need that caffeine to stay awake.
1: so <laughs> I, I, It's just going to be like you're driving to Kansas, and it's going it to take 20 hours longer than it normally would because you're stopping at every town to go to the Starbucks <laughs> and get a new pumpkin spice.
0: I, I actually prefer the Dunkin' Donut, honestly.
1: See, I've never had those, but I have had the donuts one time, and they were mid.
0: I'm not a big donut guy, I'll be honest with you. Uh, church kind of ruined that for me. But maybe I'll try them one day. What? <laughs> that's uh, that's four different episodes.
1: <laughs> that, that's a that's a Patreon episode right there. That
0: is a Patreon episode. Already. Um, but yeah, I I, I think uh, moving to out to Kansas, just 21 hour drive, three day push, uh, hauling that 20 foot truck, man. I gotta get the all the Dunkin' Donuts I can.
1: You know, we need to basically find like. We need, basically we need to find like some sort of like powder you can add to any coffee, and they'll just turn it into pumpkin spice. Uh, sure pumpkin spice creamer. <laughs> uh, now I just feel like an idiot. <laughs> I thought you were pulling my leg at first. <laughs> uh, so yeah, you've got me in Canada, and then we've also got.
0: Uh, hi, I'm Greg out here in Southern California. Not for long. Two and a half, Ah, or not even two two and a half, it's two weeks and a day, man, and I'm out of here, so yeah, I'm drinking uh, regular coffee with a little bit of milk and equal powder uh, in my m cup, working on my T-62.
1: Still jealous of your merch. You got merch before we were even a thing.
0: (laughs) Well, Callum did too, right? Like, he got the original merch.
1: Yeah, you're right. I gotta make some merch.
0: Dude, I was just too goddamn excited. Like I, when we move, I already told my wife, if we have a flagpole, the my channel, I'm going to make a flag. Serious. I'm You're dead ass. Serious. I am dead ass. I I'm, I'm so dead ass it's not even real. Like you, like Marine Corps veterans put like the Marine Corps flag up or they'll put an American flag up or whatever the fuck fl- fuck that. I don't care. Subscribe to my YouTube
1: channel. <laughs> <laughs> He's taking capitalism to, to the next level. No, you've got like you've got an order of flags. On the top is your YouTube channel, and on the bottom we've got like the mmp flag.
0: (laughs) Oh man, I am actually gonna get an mmp flag and a and a my channel flag and put in my basement as wall decor. There you go.
1: You know what? I'll send you the uh, flag for my university too. I've got no use for it. You could put it up. dude fuck yeah
0: Tablecloth my ass. That shit'll go on the fucking wall or the ceiling somewhere.
1: When the MMP meets up in Japan for the hobby fair, um, we're going to have to like do that pose like you see like you, you guys doing where you've just got the flag unfurled and everyone's standing around it. Oh yeah, the conquering foes. But that's <laughs> a to me at headquarters. Yes. Oh my god, yes. A bunch of sweaty white dudes like <laughs> trying to find like where the fair is, but all the signs are in Japanese.
0: All sweaty white dudes except for one Indian guy. I wonder who that <laughs> is.
1: Nah, that's Ezra for real. <laughs> oh God, <laughs> Ezra. Uh, all right. Uh, next slide. All right. So, did you want to do this one? I feel like you've got a better handle on the lore, honestly.
0: Uh, yeah, yeah. Fuck it. Here, let me. What we'll saw you want? Water. Okay, I'm let, let go to the. So I can see. Dude, let me pull or up the
1: laser pointer too. I, th- I feel like this might be a, the kind of thing we got John Madden this.
0: All right, so, uh, fuck. How do I? Nope. Don't want to do that. I'm trying to make the your screen bigger because I can't see
1: it. M M P podcast.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, here we go. Full screen. Goddamn, I'm an idiot. Okay. Uh, so what are yeah? What are the Horizon Islands? An excuse for you.
1: <laughs> you could tell we read our own slides before we present.
0: <laughs> <laughs> excuse for you to finish your shelf queens. That's what. Touch palm tree. <laughs> touch oh, grass. God. Touch bubbly. Oh my god, dude! I'm glad I didn't read these before I fucking.
1: That's the thing. Like I, we have to compartmentalize our slides. You know, like in the uh, in, like say up, uh, you know, do, doing classified research in every area 51. Everyone could only work on one specific project, and they couldn't know mm-hmm. what everyone else was working on. We've got to do that this. for our slides.
0: <laughs> <This>. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Uh, All right, so basically, the Horizon Islands is basically Fiji, if I'm not mistaken, right? It, it,
1: I mean, well, if you look, uh, if, for everyone who's watching on YouTube, so you see my laser pointer, right? So here in this map of all the real countries, you've got Fiji, and then just a little bit to the northwest are the Horizon Islands, which are definitely a real country. Third world. One <laughs> uh,
0: So this is from a video game called Arma 3. Now... If you are a younger person or you grew up playing video games, you've definitely heard about it. Uh, it's a military simulator that has a huge emphasis on modding and you can make your own scenarios and whatnot uh, and there's uh, what is it Evron is is a is a HIDF map right
1: um you talked about Tanoa?
0: Tanoa, thank you. Yeah, yeah, Fiji, basically. Every, yeah, off-brand Fiji. I'm sorry, I've, dude. I've got like 40 maps on my shit. Okay, and <laughs> I can't keep
1: pull, up. He's pulling up the uh, the uh, always the IFAL maps.
0: <laughs> I've, I'm not kidding. I've got like 40. Granted, they're all free, so it's not really a flex or anything. But you know, it's just uh, I can't can't keep I'd my mind straight with them.
1: Armor maps are either like God tier, like uh, Tanoa is, or they could be really dated. Like they, they, you feel like you're playing yeah. something from the '90s.
0: Yeah, I mean, some of those are good if it's like a Ukraine map or like Kitchen yeah. War yeah. map. It, it's good. However, uh, <laughs> Tanoa is definitely, like you said, god tier, especially with all those buildings you can go into and shit. Yo,
1: here's a hot take: um, Altus and Stratus look awful. Like I, I just don't like using them. What is they it? They just don't look good. They look like a weird combination of the desert and grasslands but like to Noah, you've got all this beautiful foliage it's like a nice water it just looks better you know
0: which which map did you say first
1: you know the uh, altus and, altus and the stratus the ones that like when you buy the oh base, you, yeah you it's kind of like known.
0: a big yeah it's kind of like a big u it's island
1: like greece almost. but worse if you could actually make it worse. yes
0: yes yeah i i agree i'm not i'm not a big the only reason i wanted a mediterranean map was for like the invasion of sicily i did a scenario with that but it the the one map of the mediterranean that's like dated back to the 1940s is fucking awful anyway so yeah the rest of them are just dog shit but uh yeah so that's uh yeah that's our area uh yeah. horizon island defense force if I'm not mistaken, Dennis, you know a little bit more on the backstory, but if correct me if I'm wrong on this. The Horizon Island Defense Force is not a proper standing army during peacetime, but... Mm, not really,
1: I guess. For the
0: game lore, right? Yeah, for, for the, the, ga- the game. That's the
1: problem. There's real life lore in which this place doesn't exist. Then there's game that's lore true. in which it's uh, just the police force. Um, yeah. Yeah. And then there's with our lore, which is like <laughs> a mixture. <laughs> so you know see those hy- those hyperborea edits. It's just like that.
0: <laughs> we gotta get some funk on here with a bunch of fucking Horizon Island oh, god. defense force. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I fuck with funk music. Okay, it's just really cringe when you get some thirteen-year-old putting some fucking waffen SS asshole in the background.
1: Oh god, not no, not not the fash <laughs> wave edits. <laughs> Dude, it's they're so, so awful. awful. They almost ruined Funk for me, bro. Not gonna lie. See, see, I work with car guys, so Fonk, I've I've been exposed to it a bit more than I'd like to admit.
0: Fair enough, yeah. yeah. I know Funk is definitely a car thing and it's uh
1: it's you, you know you know what I've been getting into lately? What's that? Italo wave. You ever heard that? It's like no. this Italian club music from the nineteen eighties, and it's the most Cold War thing you've ever heard. It how do you spell that? Uh I T A L O. It's all one word and then W A V E.
0: Oh a Wave, Okay. Uh this is a Wave volume one by Andy Fox. Is that is that right or
1: Yeah. Let's see. But when I say that I can totally picture uh, a Brad- this being played in the Bradley on the test range. Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. Don't play it, don't play it. We're gonna get copywritten. <laughs> oh fuck yeah you're right.
0: okay that was, that was that was a teaser uh yeah that the, the little bit i just heard yeah i could definitely
1: see uh i'll send no, you a nope. link to one um after and uh you might like it you might not i mean the little bit i just heard i
0: already fuck with it so
1: what the hell wait were we not just talking about oh god what if if you're you know for people who are watching the episode, it's only going to get worse from here. If you think this is off topic for us, it, it, <laughs> <laughs>
0: we went from talking about Fiji or Horizon Island to <laughs> Italian wave.
1: <laughs> been copyrighted. All right, so back to topic. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, so I think you call there's two tiers of uh, Horizon Island's lore. There's the lore in the game, the uh, version you've got the uh, Micro Machines lore, which is the chat. Yes.
0: Uh, I think the best way to explain it is in-game, like they have a military in-game. And from what my point of view is, you can kind of... If you take the, the Ukraine military in 2014, make that the Horizon Island Defense Force before war, and then take Ukraine now, right? During the Harrison Offensive and make it the new Horizon Island during war, right? That's kind of, I guess, a a comparison some people could understand. Yeah, can you hear me? Hello? Dennis! You only heard the word Ukraine once. All right, so the best way to kind of understand exactly where the horizon Island military is. If you look at where Ukraine, the Ukraine military was during 2014, uh, and use that as the horizon Island defense force before war, and then look at the Ukraine military now during the Harrison offensive, make that the horizon Island defense force during conflict. So they really boosted up their military. They brought out a bunch of old equipment and gear, uh, to kind of defend their island, they are called the Horizon Island Defense Force. However, uh, we've also... I say we. I've taken that into a more drastic sense. And, uh, Defending the- Malden. <laughs> Defending Malden. Defending
1: Atlantic <laughs> Islands. <laughs> they are uh, taking back what is... Brother- <laughs> if it's an island, it's a Horizon Island.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's on the other horizon. So we gotta go snag it. Uh, i mean i i use the malden so there's another faction that i didn't know about until recently called the malden is it i think it's just malden right or is it malden Malden, defense force
1: man that was also an altus tier map i did not enjoy malden it was better than altus but
0: i haven't played on malden i'm playing that one i downloaded the 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 (laughs) special map i forgot what it's called it's like yeah i'm not even gonna try to pronounce that it's probably in a picture i sent you but by the way, that save map... You,
1: save your money. The Malden uh, DLC is not not that good. Yeah, I... I did I download it? I don't know. Uh, yeah, oh, of course I did. I've got the fucking...
0: Yeah, I've got the shit. Never mind. Ignore me. Uh, I'm very tired. I've had a long three weeks. <laughs> <laughs> if you're um,
1: listening to us. You should expect this by now.
0: Yeah, fair enough. Uh, but yeah, I use the Malden's because they're, they're kind of similar in... Uh, in weaponry and whatnot but they're they're different there's a distinct difference in them and i don't know it's just really interesting the 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 force on force both sides using old soviet and nato armor and vehicles and you know the mountains using more of like the bullpup styled weapons versus the the horizon island using like the fal's and their and the horizon island foreign legion using uh
1: what fucking you know foreign legion now who told me that
0: yeah dude it's uh here go back on uh i think it was instagram i sent you a picture of the medics i made oh,
1: yeah 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 yeah, yeah I, I know what you're talking about now yeah.
0: yeah yeah the horizon island foreign legion and it's that camouflage and then they have like bullpup weapons and shit like that i'll have to get a picture of it for you but uh yeah, and then getting DLCs, like, there's a there's a DLC for, like, 12 different vehicles, and one of them's, like, a T-62. So, basically, if you think about the way Dennis presented this to me when he first started his T-55 was, think of it as, like, the Cold War happened. The Soviets were here, and the NATO was here, and maybe they had a fight, maybe they didn't, whatever. And they dipped out, and they left a bunch of equipment behind, or they sold it to him or whatever, and it's just been kind of sitting there... Rotten away, low maintenance, uh, just making the engine run type shit.
1: The and way then... I like to uh, the way I like to think of it, um, to characterize it in the micro machines lore is that, um, after they got their independence, the in the nineteen kind of basically from the fifties all the way to like the seventies, they were in Soviet aligned, so like they weren't a Warsaw Pact, but they were in the Soviet and Chinese sphere of influence, and they got a lot of donations from them. In the eighties, they begin transitioning away from that towards NATO and towards the West, and then they have they just buy a lot of Vietnam War era surplus. They like, they just buy everything dirt cheap. Dude, we got to uh, have you wrote that down yet? I, I, I it's in my head. I'll write it down. Okay, they got yeah, the dollars for sheriffs.
0: That's definitely uh, yeah. I'm gonna need that for later. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, I've Dennis put a lot of Cold War era shit.
1: Uh, and even pre-cold war some of the stuff like uh, i guess I we'll get into it later no. uh there are definitely willy's Jeeps around here and not the m50, oh, 100%. m50 ones just the old ones oh yeah
0: and uh, what, what what tank was it uh there's
1: probably I, a sherman on here probably somewhere, somewhere yeah. around here i bet <laughs> Pacific Island <laughs> I mean it actually makes sense because think about it the Solomon
0: Islands in New Georgia are up to the northwest yeah, yeah So you're right dude, oh, dude Japan or uh, Horizon oh,
1: Island Type 97 <laughs> dude, you, you know that uh, Type 97s are used to stack targets here probably around here you
0: know what? I'm going to make a test range or like a firing range for the Horizon Island Defense Force and have all the targets be like old World War II shit like type 97s. would
1: be ridiculous.
0: It's, oh my, I'm going to do that tonight. Fuck it. <laughs> is is there a way that you and I could get on a map together and build shit like that?
1: You know, I don't think there is actually. I think the Eden Editor is single player only, but then you can take a map, make it as a scenario, and then multiple people can
0: play it. But we wouldn't be able to edit it at the same time? No, nah, no. Nah.
1: God damn it. Okay, fair enough. Someone builds the diorama, the other person builds the uh the mission.
0: I will yeah. Uh I suck at making missions themselves. Like I put a bunch of every time I make a scenario, I think when I put like a tank down or if I put like an infantry squad down, I think to myself, where would I be sitting at? And I set everyone in that position tentatively on what the enemy would do. <clears throat> And then they all just go at it, and then I pick random people to play as. So, I don't make actual proper missions, unfortunately. I'm cheap. That's alright. <laughs> it's a cluster um, fuck and it's great.
1: Exactly. Um, so, one thing I will point out is that in the game, uh, if you download the DLC from the uh, publishers, you can only play this upper province here, uh, Tanoa, um, which is actually deceptively large. Like It, it is actually a pretty large area. It's um, fucking gigantic. Yeah. But the idea here is that, you know, and this is something that we have ripped directly from, you know, what the publishers said on their wiki. Um, you basically got these three other districts with much larger islands. And so I think, you know, one of the reasons, you know, if it was just, you know, the you know, the islands of Tonoa we would not be able to make half of these scenarios sound even remotely credible. Because the one thing I will point out is that, like, all the HIDF stuff we've been doing is, like, you could see it happening right just because of the size of the country um but that's kind of the advantage and that's something we'll touch on i think when we talk about the models is if you want to do it there's literally no limit to what you can do yeah build basically whatever the hell you want like people were
0: asking in the discord like oh what what are you all looking for for the hidf and it's like dennis just said anything like uh, one of our buddies, you know Ezra, one of the hosts. He oh, asked, <laughs> he's like jokingly, he's like, "Oh, can I do a Stug?" We're like, uh, "Actually, yes, no. you can."
1: No, no, no. no, no. <laughs> I was
0: this <laughs> well, Ezra's banned from Stugs, but if he wasn't, then yes, he'd be able to. Like, if you wanted to make it, like something I'm going to do, I'm going to make a huge infantry defense position on a beachhead for the HIDF, and it's going to include like concrete embankments. uh or fortifications, trench lines, uh, you know, beachheads, things like that. And part of it is gonna be either like a T thirty four eighty five uh kind of dug in in the back of it where the engine is, I'm gonna cut it out and make it look like there's wooden log doors there. And so it's like uh, instead of it you know, it's basically made into like a concrete fortification, but it's just he done
1: sh- He done turned the T thirty four eighty five into a Mercava, you enter from the back. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, you won't be able to drive it or anything, so, you know, it's just a concrete fucking fortification. Have, like, a, you know where the driver's at and the, the, the coax gunner? Have, like, a, a a cot right there on the left-hand side. Have a little, like, pot and pan and a little, like... Uh, Coleman stove or something and on the right hand side have a radio
1: hooked into the (laughs) (laughs) t-34
0: dude you'd be surprised the type of shit people bring out to the field especially in like a defensive position like that oh you bet your sweet ass they're making themselves comfortable
1: jack is like just in the driver's position sleeping with the dogs out he's got 10 different blankets
0: (laughs) 10 blankets on an island you're high as fuck jack's got Uh, the the
1: yellow fever (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> Dude, I, I'm going to choose not to interpret that the way I'm trying not to interpret that. <laughs> he went to town too many times, I'll put it that way. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, okay, so um, we've touched on what the Horizon Islands are uh, after getting sidetracked probably 22 times. This is the yeah. concept. Okay. <clears throat> so the concept of this was started in the Micro Machines podcast discord server link in the description if you haven't already you should totally join the discord because it is cooler than any other modeling club you will ever be in um straight facts. the idea was um you can build anything and make an hidf um, it doesn't matter you make the rules you make the story you make the lore um, you, don't, you know, one of the things I think one of the reasons why we created this was because, I don't know, at least I found that the kind of modeling that people like, you know, for argument's sake, uh, Christian on the server do where they're copying an exact photograph is really cool. But after a while, it kind of gets, it just kind of gets, you know, like a bit tedious to copy every single detail of a real historical event. And sometimes you just want to build. So in this case, you can build and you have no restrictions it's just about where your creativity goes like this is basically an art exercise yes um yeah so doesn't matter what um sheridan's uh dukw's t62s who cares um you can do it all and just here at the bottom there's basically just kind of a rough outline of the composition of the hidf so, <coughs> excuse me um Curious, Craig. How many of these symbols do you recognize?
0: Uh, let me actually look. They're really small on my screen, so hang on a second. Uh, terms and graphic. Let's see. Engineer company. Uh, what is that? Support. I think the third from third from the bottom on the left hand side. I think that's support. Yeah, that one. Yep. Yep. Uh, let's see. Uh, pfft, fuck has been forever, dude. Center line, second from top. That's amphibious armor.
1: Yes, because you have to have amphibious armor.
0: A hundred percent, dude. Fucking a. With a
1: floating screen.
0: Dude, I'm gonna make it. I swear to God, one of these days I'm gonna make something that's not supposed to float and it's gonna fucking float.
1: It's 55 tons. How does it float?
0: Don't worry about it. God damn it. Uh, below that is that fucking. I would say amphibious infantry, but I, yes, is it?
1: Yep. Huh.
0: What, what would that call? Like, would that be like a a boat company, like a like a Ooh. rubber paddle boat type company? No, or? no, no.
1: These homeboys just ride the uh, they ride the m 114s and Sheridans through the sea. Oh, okay, gotcha. <laughs> gotcha. Top.
0: Okay. Uh, below that, you got regular infantry. Top right, what is that fucking? I'm not going to pretend I know that. Below that's Anchor, so it's probably Navy. Uh Amphibious support under that, maybe? I don't know. Yep. Uh, below that, what is that fucking... That's not Recon. No, that's not Recon. Uh, fuck. Yeah, I forgot. Uh, below that, some kind of... Was that Naval uh, Engineers? Nope. Uh, below that... Uh... The Get fuck Company, I don't know. Below that's the the push for the Soviet Union. Yes. <laughs> the person <the laughs> offensive over here. <laughs> um, yeah, God, know, it, basic... dude, it's been forever since I looked at off-term the graphics. I didn't know I was going to be knowledge tested today.
1: <laughs> this is actually your a- exit exam.
0: Got me fucked up. I'm getting out. <laughs> <laughs>
1: So yeah, basically, like the way that uh, so Greg and I we had this like brainstorming session. This is going back a few months as to just sort of the general outlines of the uh, organization of it. So the idea is you've got the HIMC, and that's basically like the tip of the spear. That's the fighting element of the HIDF, um, hence amphibious armor. Um, They've got the HIA, which is more or less like everything support wise. So they have the you know the engineering, the support logistics. Um, the Air Wing, the uh, Meteorological Service, and you've got the HIN, which is its just more or less the U.S. Coast Guard for all intents and purposes. But these guys actually do shit. Yes. You know what I was thinking? What's up? I think the Horizon Islands Navy should have coastal fortifications, like the only other tank turrets up yes. on the cliffs, but they should be IS-2 turrets.
0: Oh, dude. God damn it, man! You're making me. Every time I think I look at a kit, now I, I'm thinking to myself, "How can I make this hidf?" Like that's. I'm not kidding. That's been a problem this with me a lately, is it? It 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 became like the side project. Like, okay, if you know, if you have a shelf queen, throw it in, and now we're deliberately looking at things like, "Huh, how can I turn this into hidf?" Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's such a it's such a fun concept because well, you think- can do anything.
1: I think the advantage of it is like you know, with most you know people who do models, like the the general attitude in the community has been, you have to make it as accurate as possible. Now you're basically taking that concept and turning it on its head, where it's no, make it as inaccurate as possible, and then come up with some weird justification for it.
0: Yeah, like if it makes sense to you, like if you were like, for instance, my T sixty two. I've got, which you'll see later. There's a fucking a cooler on the back with a radio in it, like a call box, right? <laughs> He's
1: got the Gatorade box. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like, like, think about it. Like, if you're gonna have a call box, right? But it, there wasn't one uh, originally put in, and the only thing you've got to protect that thing is a cooler. Why wouldn't you use it? Well,
1: think about it. Right? The plastic is waterproof. This thing. Exactly. Water.
0: Exactly. So it just makes sense. You know, shit like that, it makes sense. Adding extra armor like steel plates or concrete for these guys because it's cheap and it's inexpensive and it kind of works depending on what you're what's shooting at you. It makes sense, right? So yeah, we'll we'll get into that a little later.
1: Yeah, so I guess um we can kind of look, you know, chronologically at the work we've already done about the IDF <sighs> stuff, and that just kind of gives you a look we'll have a little like look at that so people can who are watching the YouTube uh, video can sort of get an idea of what we're talking about right um, so the first one this was the first HIDF built right
0: yeah you did the first one
1: yeah yeah so basically um, this is a, a T55 135 scale from Tamiya um, what I have done is I've basically ch- taken this thing to the chop shop um, and I've added ERA bricks so this is a uh, contact one ERA Um, And T-55s with this did exist. It's the uh, T-55 AMV, but the ERA on that was much more sophisticated than this. But basically, this is a T-55, which was received as just kind of like a a donation, more or less, back in the 1960s. Um, And it was donated in already poor condition. But the notion here is sometime in the 1980s, the HIDF basically buys this contact one, installs it to add like some degree of protection. And they have just been keeping this thing in service. Now it looks really rusty because it is the entire bottom half is covered in corrosion, but that's because one of the ideas here is that this is amphibious armor. So it will drive like, you know, river deltas and mangroves anywhere. Basically if the water doesn't come above here, it's just going to drive through it. It's not going to have wading gear or anything like that attached. It's not going to take a boat there. It's just, just going to drive on the sand. So, like, the entire lower half is covered in corrosion from all the salt water.
0: That's beautiful.
1: Yeah, but basically, you can see, like, some ERA bricks are really rusted out. Some aren't. Like, they do their best to try and keep it in workable condition. But, you know, as long as it works, they do not care what it looks like.
0: Dude, you got to think, too, like... Weaponry like this, like whenever I was in Okinawa, we took our weapons out of the armory. Uh, the armory was air conditioned, which was really stupid. We were bringing it straight into humidity, so it, it would immediately sweat, yeah and it rusted. Like we would take them out to do fucking uh, IA drills for maybe like an hour or two a day, sometimes to six, and even like that thirty minutes to an hour just to do IA drills, you're rusty yeah. as fuck. So y- you can't help it.
1: Like, that's really high quality metal. You're thinking, you know, that that is yes. designed not to rust, if if at all possible. These T55s are not made well to begin with, um, and they're. It's not like they have an air conditioned hangar to sit in. They sit outside all the time, twenty four seven. So there's only so much you can do. But you can do things like you know, you can see certain elements like the infrared searchlights, things like that. There are more efforts taken to try and reduce corrosion on those. So things like applying regular coats of paint, all that. Um, Whereas parts like the fenders, nah, who cares? What are fenders? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Weight reductions. This is the T-55 Super Ligara. (laughs) Oh
0: my God. Oh man.
1: This is actually, it's kind of funny, this is my work in progress right now, but this is the M114. And, um, like, you can think that this being fully amphibious um, and actually being pretty fast in the wire, too. It could be, like, you know, kind of like the uh, cavalry vehicle. You have a whole bunch of these operating together in, like, a swarm almost, So like, maybe 15 working together. And they're lightly That's like armored. a company yeah. element, dude. Yeah, exactly. They're lightly armed, they're lightly armored. But, I mean, hey, what are they up against, you know?
0: Exactly. Dude, and that that uh that speed especially if you uh get a couple of these to have like a 57 mm chain gun or something like that, like oh it's dude it's fucking That's what that that uh that one vehicle I showed you today, uh that with the fucking chain gun. I think I sent you a new picture of it. Next to the mm-hmm. T62.
1: Yes, uh, yes, I saw that. Yep, yep.
0: Yeah, that had a 57 mm on it. Oh my god, that was so fun. <laughs> I bet. Bro, ripping up bulldogs with that! Oh my god, so much fucking fun. Anyways, sorry, I didn't mean to steal your thunder. No,
1: no, no. And I think actually, when I make a diorama for this, it's going to be by a bridge. The idea being that, say, on an exercise, um, you know, these being the fastest, because M one fourteen can I think go up to uh, eighty kilometers an hour. Holy shit! So the idea being, you know, these are you know in the exercise they immediately swim to shore and they don't stop or wait around or anything. They just drive straight along the roads inland. To prevent bridges from being blown and they just basically stay there and wait for the uh slower Sheridans and t-62s to drive through
0: okay so you're basically that's the airborne of normandy
1: it is being like airborne but seaborne, basically
0: yeah yeah it's that okay yeah it makes sense that's pretty tits
1: it, it's gonna be cool yeah but again you're talking about how you can do anything with these these guys are from a <laughs> type 90 kit but who cares it, it looks the part, you know.
0: It really do. They really do. Like they actually do fit really well. God, what what kit was that? The Type 90.
1: Yeah, the uh, Tamiya Type 90. Tamiya, okay.
0: How do those uh, uh, tracks go together?
1: Ah, uh, beautifully.
0: Well, L- okay. Was not quality?
1: They were more frustrating than Tamiya, but honestly, not bad.
0: Are they individual or length and length? Length and length. Nice. Yeah.
1: God dude, honestly, it. you should get this kit
0: do you're looking at it I want to how much was it
1: uh from it's like forty bucks honestly um okay you know what you do though because for yeah. the same price they're making the one with the full interior get the full uh, interior yeah because this definitely would is about the size of the inside of the palm of my
0: hand if I wait. got this which i will I'm gonna make a command version I want to get two of them I'd like to get three however hey, oh, you that's <laughs> make a whole goddamn company (laughs) i I want to make a command vehicle of this right like i want to have like exterior uh radios attached to the outside with like big antennas i want like seven or eight antennas on this bitch and like maybe like a little uh like a radar dish or what not a radar dish like a almost like a tv like dish but yeah yeah not uh i said thank you thank you a sat dish uh which i mean Using satellite nowadays is fucking, you're asking to be killed. However, that's all they got, so.
1: It's 1994. I mean, this is t- their third world country, but they have satellite technology. Don't ask me how.
0: <laughs> yeah, we don't write the rules. I mean, we do, but
1: no, no, we, we don't do. write the rules. <laughs> if you've got a problem with it, ask the HIDF.
0: Yeah, go ask them, assholes.
1: I will say, though, the M114 is ridiculously small. I know in the It fall- looks small, small, dude. Big. But
0: it is. Uh, I'm looking at my. my uh, oh shit! I'm not actually. It's fucking packed. Uh, the other night I was looking at my M1113, or M113, whatever the, M113, or or the fuck. Dwarfs
1: this. this yeah, is about half the size.
0: That's insane because the 13 is tiny.
1: So and I was playing And you, you remember, I was saying I was planning on basically making this into like a command version as well. And I realized there's just no space. Yeah, there, there is literally no room.
0: Yeah, that's why I want to make the radios on the outside and like cut the cut op- cut openings and yeah. make it look like they like welded the exterior armor box on it. Flotation?
1: God. Who needs flotation?
0: Fuck flotation, bro! It's got those good weld beads. They got welders from the states to come out and. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean, that fifty looks really good. By the way, that's the fucking fifty odd. was the
1: highlight of the kit. Um, really good. Uh, the reticle. Little, I wish all kits gave you this.
0: Dude is that photo itch?
1: Yeah. Nice.
0: Very nice. There we go. <laughs> okay, a lot going on. For people who've never seen this, there's a lot going on in one picture, and I will say my camouflage works good because even me looking at it now, I'm like, what the fuck is what? Uh <laughs> okay, so this is my T sixty two. Uh to me a T sixty two A that I built uh just over a year ago. For my Chechen War diorama outside of Grozny. And then I chunked it uh, to make more space. And then Dennis did his T-55. And then I was like, ooh, I gotta hop on the bandwagon. So I started this monster. And I'm really glad I did. Because, I mean, I've had a blast with it. Uh, Being able to do whatever the fuck I want. um, You know, adding parts, taking away. uh, God, you really can't see... Too
1: much of the detail uh the you problem is you've added so much detail that you you can't <laughs> like, you can't look at it from a macro perspective and truly appreciate it yeah you
0: gotta you gotta god damn it i'm i'm so close to having this thing done and making like a video of it to, with pictures but i mean all right we'll we'll start on the top left so yes. okay uh right. you you see it's a t62 but it's different. There's Challenger 2 armor on the sides, right? So the whole idea was like like Dennis. They had old vehicles like T-62 uh, and since the T-62 had a better anti-tank capability than like the 55, they made this one a little heavier. So they added the Challenger 2 armor that was given by NATO.
1: How did they get the Challenger like how did they manage that? Like put it on or? How did they how did they manage to just secure the side armor? They're like, nah we don't want the Challenger 2 just give us the sides.
0: Uh, I'm gonna say maybe leftover from ruined Challenger 2s from Iraq. Or actually, no, they didn't get destroyed there, actually. There was a... Yeah, there weren't any destroyed. Uh, okay, how about this? Uh... Money talks. Yeah, money (laughs) talks. Uh, maybe that's, like, the old Challenger 2 side armor, and they moved to the next gen, and they're getting rid of their old one.
1: You know? Yeah, that could be it. No, you know what? These were the ones that came out of the manufacturing line with defects.
0: That's a good idea. Yes. So, okay, yeah, we'll go with that, actually. That's actually a really good idea. Uh, defected Challenger 2 armor may or may not work. Uh, <laughs> they 50/50. added it. Yeah, 50 50. Uh, they added it to the size to help it not get ammo racked. If I'm not mistaken, the T 62 had a. Did they have an auto loader or was it a yeah, manual? No, it was an auto loader. What T series had. There was one T series that had a manual loader. 55. Was it the 55? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Hang on, let's google this, because I could have swore that 62 had... Does the T-62 have an auto loader? All the tank nerds are yelling at me right now. It didn't explode like the more modern Russian tanks, such as a 72 or 80, as it doesn't have an autoloader.
1: Okay. No, never mind. So the, I, I was wrong. The T sixty two does not, but it does have the auto, auto loader ejection hatch. Yes, uh, it does. So
0: what the hell, I know, weird. Uh, Hidf for you. Yeah. <laughs> so they added that on the sides because I mean, getting ammo racked is getting ammo rack doesn't matter. So they, they added that to the side to help protection for protection. Uh, uh, you can see all these little what look like ERA bricks. They're a little too big and flat. Those are actually steel plates. So the idea is that they wanted to add some kind of armor to the front or to the top of the turret to help protect it, but they didn't want to add too much weight. So they added steel <laughs> plates. Uh, and they're pretty totally rusty. Known for not adding more weight than necessary. Yes, totally not. Uh. <laughs> 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 Um, I know my logic's kind of being thrown around a little bit, but it's just backwards military with little resources. So logic, you know what? You're right. God damn it. Steel plates is better than logs. Change my mind. Uh, but yeah, so, (laughs) so basically they added these steel plates to the top and side of the turret, uh, as well as industrial sandbags. So I keep getting people, people keep asking me what the hell are those green and white blobs around the (laughs) turret? The They're sandbags. <laughs> yes. Like, if you look at it, like, uh, third world countries and countries in, like, Asia and the Pacific, when they have mudslides and shit, they throw out these industrial sandbags that are, like, fucking four feet long. Okay? And they pack them bitches tight of fucking mud and dirt and whatever to help block, like, or help move mudslides and shit, right? To help direct them. That's what those are. Uh,. And then, of course, uh, camo bundles. So the idea here is they're moving through a swamp in a column, and they're right at the end of the swamp, about to head out of it, and they're taking five to check maps and whatnot, uh, and they're moving moving to contact. So they're, they're camoed up, got all their stowage, camouflage, and whatnot. Uh, the camo scheme is based off of Dennis's, and then the side armor camo scheme is kind of like Dennis's, but then I added a couple other colors. Uh, the front of this thing has concrete armor that's already been hit by like a 20 mil gun or something. Uh, as one does. Uh, yeah, as one does. Um, the the barrel has that. I don't know what it's called, but if you've seen. That. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, the, the, I call it the Firefly Camo. Yeah, uh,
1: it's a Firefly Camo.
0: Yeah, that thing. So they added that because they looked in their history books or something. I don't know. This is a HIDF. Talk to them. <laughs> uh, but all the fenders are corroded there's corrosion above it's not it's right above the tracks and it holds the stowage bins in place those panels yeah, those you the, can the uh the, the sponsons yeah those things the sponsons uh on the right hand side top top left picture right hand side of the tank you see a huge hole rusted the fuck out super wet and then on the left hand side there's a smaller one uh the, the back of the tank has that one barrel, uh, you know, super rusty, like has the HIDF flag. Uh, really, really fun stuff. It's got the crew talking. One of the guys is holding a Snickers candy bar. Um, That's an amazing detail. Thank you. Yeah. All the fucking most of the like the candy and bags I printed off and put in here are not visible. And it makes me sad because I placed them strategically and i made the last color a bit too dark so (laughs) Ah, you can see yeah you can see some of it like when i get pictures you'll be able to see some of it but not as much as i wanted the viewers to be able to see
1: well now you'll have to do another hidf build and where you can correct those things dude i guarantee
0: you i'm gonna be like this is gonna be a thing for me i love the hidf this shit's so fun
1: I, so, I pledge my life to the HIDF <laughs> whenever
0: they whenever I go to get my DD214 like they're going to be like oh so what are you going to be doing I'm like uh, uh I was going to move to Kansas advisory. but yeah I'm, I'm going to Fiji and then out to the HIDF like what what the fuck <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, oh, yeah T62 ladies and gentlemen not done yet working on it still
1: so I thought that, you know, to also give people more of an idea of just like the general aesthetic because we're, yeah, it's, uh, it's fall time now and we're basically like girls, the aesthetic we're looking for with the HIDF. Now, this is not, you know, you don't have to do this. Uh, you can do whatever you want. If you want brand new Cinjaro or Type 16, go for it. But, yes. uh, this is why I think like the general idea we've been copying, my T55 was based actually off of this model somewhat with the, uh, contact DRA, um, And, you know, this tank as well, to a certain extent. Basically, you can see, especially with this one, it's placed haphazardly. Like, this is not protecting anything, but it looks cool, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah, we've just got, like, some unconventional camouflage schemes that you're going to see a lot. Um, As well, you've got um, one of the things I thought was, like, again, in that kind of aid package from the Soviets, you might see a lot of BRDM-1s, and those might be used as, like, command vehicles in the HIMC. Um, and of mm. course, just for more like emphasis on the whole thing of these are islands, you have to swim between them. Uh, we've got an M113 taking a dip. <laughs> Getting moist. How prominent do you think the M1 for, uh, M113s m are in the HIDF? I have a feeling like they're actually pretty rare because most of it's just going to be uh, cheap-ass M114s.
0: Yeah, I mean... I uh, no, I think at that at that point, you got to look at the Marine Corps with their air power, and th- we have twenty twos and fifty threes. Twenty twos are cheaper and they are faster and carry less, but the fifty threes more expensive and they carry more and they have more heft. So I think that's where the the thirteen and fourteen are going to come into play. Here is that like maybe the thirteens are for uh, I don't know. I feel Put like a the one o
1: five on the one thirteen. Oh my god. <laughs> 152, okay. Okay. Oh no! I've got.
0: I've got it. I've got it. The 14s are going to be used for 20 mil or below.
1: They're they're cav.
0: They're cav. Yeah. <laughs> the the fort the, or yeah that's the, the 14s are 20 mil or below. Okay. The 15s are 25 mil and above. So if you want to add like a a 75 millimeter Sherman oh, turret what? on. T- <laughs> 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 yes yeah <laughs> oh, it's like uh it's like a casemate almost it's like welded onto one position so you, oh, the driver God. has to adjust Did there's like a dude was... dude there's got to be like a like a some kind of cctv footage camera on oh. the front just above the viewport oh. and the gutter in the the sherman turret because it's casemate right you can't move it oh, uh and the driver right there's going to be a wire connecting that camera to the gunner's position and there's going to be a little like laptop right underneath the gun sight <laughs> it's going to be able to tell the driver to turn left or right but it's delayed it's delayed by like a second and a half oh, <laughs> yes oh i'm, I'm getting yeah. doing it see this I is the problem for, uh, with hidf
1: <laughs> i thought for the uh 114 because originally i ordered the uh model that came with the 20 mil, no, about the 50 and so i thought like how are they going to control it without you know exiting the uh like opening up the turret? v a you know like a VHS camera wired directly to a television screen <laughs> and a i mean hey, if that's all you've got, that's
0: all you've got i mean it makes more sense for like a defensive operation right if you're sitting in the defense, but i mean hell if that's all you got for charging a goddamn village <laughs> yeah, they hit the pizza and that's all you got i mean you're probably better off in China anyways,
1: yeah, exactly uh we, we got some one thirteens here I thought that was a pretty good book for them.
0: That is, yeah. Oh, dude. Oh, my God. That picture gives me an idea. Thirteens on a road get ambushed, and there's a bunch of dead HIDF guys with Maladin troops walking around them, checking for dead and intel. Boom.
1: How did the Maldons get all the way to Noah. The same way the
0: HIDF <laughs> got <laughs> to fucking <laughs> the One Atlantic.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it swims across the world with the sheer power of diesel and the flotation screen.
0: Okay, so... Uh- I don't know much about the Maldives, so exactly where are these bitches located? The middle of the Atlantic. So between like the U.S. and U.K., yeah, like smack dab in the middle, of the Atlantic Ocean, like the dead middle. Goddamn! Yeah, that's the opposite side of the world. Fuck.
1: It, how is the Sheridan going to swim there? c three. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to swim through the air. But yeah, I thought you know, I was thinking today. Because I'm at work and I'm confronted uh, by the Tamiya Sheridan. It just steps in my path. And it's like, <laughs> Dennis, you should buy me. And I was thinking to myself, <laughs> well, screw the T-55. That thing can't swim, but this thing can. So H-I- so the the, you know, the HIA has the T-55 and 62 The HIMC has the M-551 because it can actually swim. Yes. Okay, I fuck with it, yeah. And they wouldn't be messing around with the missiles because, I mean, why are they going to use that anyways? It's a bunch of islands. There's not, no tanks on them. It's like face. Who cares? Canister rounds.
0: <laughs> you fire the thing once and you're going to go like sliding like 12 feet back because of the mud.
1: <laughs> also, I thought you might appreciate this uh, picture of the M114 and that nice master camo. Yes, 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 I do. And then just more waiting. Yeah, the M13, all they do is wade. <laughs> just keep swimming, just keep swimming. Yeah, there's a photo of a Sheridan swimming, which is very nice. Very lovely. Uh, and then, yeah, of course, obviously, like, in the 21st century, they've got the LV... What is the LVTPAA... What, what What's uh, it called? AAV7. Like, yeah, we call them the AV. The LVTP, that's Vietnam.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, real quick, just to make sure people understand uh let's say the year is 2025 they're still using t55s and t62s okay but they also have modern equipment too
1: make that clear to everyone like maybe the t fifty five server for training at that point it's just like here learn how to maintain stuff learn how to drive maybe yeah
0: i made my 62 as a modern Modern, uh...
1: Imagine being a T-62 and then this thing just rolls up beside you.
0: <laughs> like, oh, shit. Good nope. thing I added
1: steel plates. AAV with T uh, T-62 turret. No. No, yes. I'm stopping you there. No. No, no, no. Who cares about depression?
0: <laughs> actually, actually, it would work because there's no autoloader. <laughs> 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 okay. Yeah, that's... <laughs> Yeah, you could. Holy, sh- you're right. You couldn't depress with that thing.
1: No, you couldn't. <laughs> and of course, we can't forget about the uh, Air Wing. Yes. Got a nice assortment. I, I thought I figured most of their stuff would just be these little helicopters here.
0: Yeah, and then of course the occasional like fighter jet or support aircraft propeller. you Ever
1: seen one of these? The Peacemaker.
0: Yes, I saw one at the uh, USS Midway. There you go.
1: You know yeah, what they were little those for word. in Vietnam. What? Gunship. You see nice. these doors here? They would slide open, 23mm, pop out the side. Shut up. Yeah, I, I'm not even kidding. Look it up.
0: Okay, that's like half the size of a 40. Okay, yeah, never mind. I can see it. Because I was thinking like auto cannon, like, fucking 20mm from sitting Private Ryan when you said 23, but then I thought, oh, I shot 40mm, Mike, Mike. So it's... Okay, I
1: could see it actually, yeah. Yeah, I was thinking, like they could even use the like, old uh, Avengers uh, for the Civil War as like kind of their air airborne control aircraft, like their radar carriers.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Spotting aircraft. Yeah, exactly.
1: Um, but that was it. That that that's the that's the slideshow.
0: That's the H I D F as we have it. This was kind of a last minute thing, by the
1: way. So. Yeah, we'll be. Have, I, don't, I guess people have noticed 'cause because this will probably be the end. Like the. We've got the KV1 episode. This one will probably be up next. People are going to be wondering, like, why are these guys all dying on us? Yeah, uh, I guess to we
0: might. Horns. We to should horns. give a like a life update for everyone. Like, Jack I mean, works. Like, yeah.
1: Now, now we get to uh, just have a nice intimate fireside chat with our audience. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I don't know. That last video we did, bro, was over 200 views. So that just on YouTube alone. Which, by the way, if you are a returning viewer from that, thank you. We we really appreciate it.
1: And please subscribe, for God's sake. you have any idea how annoying it is to find out that 300 people watched the video and not one subscribed? It's kind of saddening. I'm exhausted <laughs> if you ask me.
0: Bruh, that's how I feel whenever I look at like my, my view count on my dioramas. Like Some of them are like 3,000 views, and I have like 300 subs. <laughs> I'm like, God damn it. What am I doing wrong? 300
1: subs for you? Great. I have
0: like three hundred and sixty-one, I think.
1: Three hundred sixty-one. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Submarine. I know Schrodinger's going to listen to this. He's going to have a field day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, life update. Go. You're you're the guy who's moving. Oops. Bro. Okay.
0: Now. Oh shit. Well, you know what? It's over. Podcast <laughs> over. <dude>. <laughs> <laughs> Roll credits. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so yeah, I am moving. Uh, if you didn't know, I've been in the military the past almost four years, and finally, I'm getting out. So, God bless you. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> I cur- I'm from Texas and moved here to Cali for my time in service. Uh, moving to Kansas in the Wichita area. So, if you're around there, let me know. Love to meet up with like-minded people.
1: Toilet paper is house, guys. What? Toilet paper is house. Let's go. Can if you are in the Kansas City, Wichita area, uh find where Greg lives and toilet paper is house on my behalf.
0: I have a moves a gaunt that she seven sixty by fifty. Ah,
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you have the same level of armament as the uh, Russian conscripts. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: but uh yeah, so I'm moving I'm moving there soon. Uh we're actually packing right now. I'm sitting in my garage and it's all packed up. Um moving in about two weeks. Uh gonna move to an R V park <clears throat> for about two months and while we look for a house and I work. And then after that it's just back to model making. Uh, so it's gonna be kinda spotty for me to build anything and then podcast you gonna is gonna
1: survive be... two months without building?
0: I think I can because the hobby store is right there in town, and I can go bug them and look
1: at kits. He's got and the then mobile, like the mobile setup.
0: I on dude, I, I'm not kidding. I honestly thought about making a mobile setup to at least build the P51, but I thought to myself, one dog, two cats, one baby, one wife, all of our shit, in an RV plus model making. Yeah, no, not gonna happen.
1: You're gonna be living the full American experience very soon, buddy. God,
0: yeah, I can't we
1: cannot wait to get a fucking house
0: dude oh my god uh just sucks the timing of everything and all that but it's fine we're it's happening so it's we're we're overly excited like i said two weeks and i'm out of here look at that i cannot believe it i've been having like reality moments like i'll be doing something then i'll look up and like it's like a breath of fresh air hits me and i'm like how wow it's finally happening <sighs> I gotta get an AT4 or a law before I leave, though. I'm trying to do that also. <laughs> I'm not kidding, dude. I'm trying to find one. Like, the one of the AT4. Bro, one of my, my old squad leaders in Oki right now doing jungle warfare training, and he has a couple, but they're not here right now. And he's not here, and he won't be back until after I'm gone, so I can't snag any of the ones he has. If and, any of
1: our uh, listeners have an AT4 they are no longer like you know, they are willing to part with, uh, just send it to us. We'll find out how to make a P.O. box. Um, yeah.
0: <laughs> I would love one. Uh, I've actually, I've got a guy on Monday who said, uh, he's like some gunny or some shit, and he said he's going to check the Connex boxes and try to hook me up. So. But uh, yeah, that's my little life update. Dennis, you? Um
1: well, fortunately, I mean, as you guys have seen, uh, model machine was broke. Um, as of this <laughs> weekend, model machine presently repaired. Um, on Monday, model machine broke again. I'm in university. I'm in second year of computer science um, at Ontario Tech University, and it is a real university. If I hear one more person from the University of Toronto uh, say that, hey, Ontario Tech is not a real university, I will... I've never uh, heard.
0: What What's your university called again?
1: Oh god! You son of a <laughs> bitch! See if you see if you get a flag. <laughs> Go, Ridgebacks! <rich>
0: <laughs> Who are the Ridgebacks? I'm so, <laughs> so sorry.
1: What across the border? I'm going to be waiting for you. <laughs> Oh, God, Um, I love it. Yeah, but unfortunately, I found out (laughs) you can't really code and build models at the same time. So fortunately, I mean, this weekend, I kind of took a weekend off and just like, since I'm working at the hobby store anyways, eh, I may as well build the kit I've got. So the M114 kind of just flew together today. Uh, But yeah, it's probably like what I'm going to do with it is do all the stowage and stuff on it, right? And the vegetation, Um, have it all done tomorrow. And then I'm going to leave it like that, and then probably in the winter I'll actually get to painting it, and then hopefully putting it on the base. Hopefully it'll be with a Sheridan and a bridge, but we shall see. Um, Dude, that would be a nice dial. What
0: kind of well, bridge are you wanting to do with that?
1: You, just like, you've seen the bridges around Tanoa, right? Like, they're just kind of like these concrete bridges. Yeah, pretty basic shit. Like I was thinking, yeah, I remember I was talking like earlier in the episode, Um, I was saying like these things would go and secure the bridges and hold them until the slower stuff comes by. Like, mm-hmm. you can have a Sheridan crossing while these guys are just watching over it. Yep. Yep, now, that's what, that was what my plan was. But uh, Okay. Yeah, so basically at this point, um, a lot of work is going to go into the M1-14, uh, and that will be it. But it does mean I can plan more stuff out. Eventually, I do need to get something done for the Battle of the Bulge group build as well.
0: Yeah, I'm scared about my build because I don't know exactly when we're getting a house. It uh, should be in mid-December, so I should have you know, like almost a full month to do it, which is enough time for me. But
1: You want to know a hack? What's up? Build 1-48 skill. Buy a Tamiya 1-48 skill easy 8 because you can build it, and I'm not kidding, you can build it in one evening.
0: My brother in Christ, I already have a kit.
1: Oh, not me forgetting that you did an entire intro video about the, uh, oh god, okay. Um,
0: I see where I stand with you. <laughs> I'm sorry. You're fine, I don't care. But I I've my own Obviously feelings. not.
1: <laughs> okay, well, here, how about this? The, the easy eight is an emergency option. <laughs> Hey, honey, I'm going to the
0: hobby store. God damn it. Not again. We have a mortgage now. Yeah, well, I've got an addiction. So, Coban Seed, touch grass.
1: Touch palm leaves. Touch touch this red dirt. (laughs) Go touch snow. Oh, my (laughs) God. It's going to snow. I cannot wait. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, if you guys are going to be there for two months, you guys got to get ready for uh, Midwest winters. Yes,
0: we are ready. We're about as ready as the conscripts are to go to Ukraine. Oh, my God.
1: <laughs> I, when I read that, I like I opened up the uh, Globe and Mail um, one morning, and it says, like, reservists called up, Putin makes nuclear threat. And I, I swear to God, I turned white for a second, which is very rare for me these days after uh after the tanning incident in the summer. But, yeah, I, like for a brief, like, five seconds, I was like, what the hell? And I, realized, and I saw the pictures of them getting armed with the Mosins and I was like, oh, whatever. <laughs> Go back to... Bro,
0: the- there, was a, there was a group of Ukrainians who were like, hey, if you cross our border, bro, just put your shit down. We'll take care of you. Like, we understand you don't want to fight.
1: They will so- unironically receive superior treatment as a prisoner of war in Ukraine than as, like, conscript, conscript, and novich.
0: Dude, yeah, have you seen all the videos coming out of their, like, recruiting process for this shit?
1: Their recruiting Where, process is going to a protest and just dragging people out of it.
0: Yes. Like, it's fucking awful. Like, there's some people, obviously, who are, like, all about it. They're like, hey, fuck yeah, let's go to Ukraine. Right? But most of them, the ones for, that I've seen at least, are not about it. They don't want to go. Which, you, who blames them? Like, there was one okay. guy, who's like, an IT dude. I've he's been working in IT for like five to seven years or some shit like that, and he's like, "I've never held a gun. I've, I, I don't want to go to war, but here I am. Like, I've, I've left my wife, and it's like, fuck that, dude. Are fuck you asking that.
1: me to be sympathetic for the Vatniks?
0: <laughs> no. Yeah, the T62 and the the 55s are looking good.
1: Yeah. So, uh, yeah, if you want to get involved with the HIDF stuff. First thing you gotta do, join the Discord server so we can see what you're doing. Um, Second of all, get whatever kit is on the shelf of shame, doesn't matter what it is, and give it a weird camouflage and lots of stowage and maybe a few jungle plants and boom.
0: HIDF. Now I will say real quick, the common colors for like uniforms is like the only thing that's almost standardized. Like infantry have like multi cam or not multi but like that it was M87 tri camo. Uh, woodland. Woodland. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I don't know what I'm thinking. Uh, infantry typically have woodland. Crewmen typically are like a olive green, and the foreign legion are this weird, almost arid tricolor. It's kind of weird. But yeah, I mean, my my tank crewmen are fucking tricolored, so whatever the fuck you want to do.
1: These guys probably invented Marpat. I'm just gonna be. I'm honest right now. A Marpat was probably HIDF. They made Marpat
0: and they saw how fucking stupid it was, and then they sold it to the United States.
1: And then they proceeded to make Multicam.
0: Yes. And then sold that too because Multicam's gay. You
1: ever seen Multicam Tropic?
0: I hang on. Yeah, look at that.
1: You know what, multicam on its own doesn't really look that good, but multicam tropic, ooh, snazzy.
0: Okay, yeah, I could fuck with it. Yeah,
1: you know what, I'm I playing? just can't.
0: I just can't stand regular multicam. It kills me.
1: Hidf Air Wing uh, like special air service regiment, and they all wear that, dude. Like PJs.
0: Yes. Yes. Check podcast planning. I'm sending a picture right now. Word. They need to wear that uh that special special equipment.
1: Special equipment operation.
0: <laughs> it's sending. It's, I'm in the garage, so it's taking a minute. There
1: we go. Yeah. Are. But that is the the HIDF. We had a short episode at only one hour and fourteen minutes, but yeah. Um Alright. Uh Greg, what do you think? Any channel updates we should be giving people? uh we got a patreon yeah we do have a patreon now um do we have anything on it i think we're still I, making it
0: yeah I, I, we're in the process of making it so if that's something you're interested in and in supporting us with by all means go for it uh one of these days we do plan on once we get a bigger subscriber base and we're able to get the funds to we plan to do a meetup uh you now our goal is like a year to two years from now is kind of where we'd like to when we'd like to meet up but uh, so subscribe to the Patreon, help Pindu, help us fucking make more HIDF shit.
1: Um, basically, I think the idea with the Patreon, it won't be expensive. It'll be like maybe one or two bucks a month at most. Um, base if, if it's not, you know, name your own price. But basically the idea is we have already recorded a few episodes that for various reasons we decide not to post a YouTube <clears throat> IL2 episode. <laughs> um, but basically, yes, yeah, so we've, we've got like actually a bank of episodes that we've recorded in the past few months, especially over the summer, um, that we're more or less holding in reserve. Um, I guess the plan is that if you subscribe to the Patreon, you will have things like you know, the main thing is going to be having access to those, and then probably you know, behind the scenes content, stuff like that. Uh, and you also get to have, you know, have the uh, moral you know high ground with everyone around you, so knowing that you contributed to saving Pinju. So yeah, yes, that is the most important part. Pinju, Pinju,
0: we love you, Pinju, always and forever, Pinju.
1: What do you think he's doing right now?
0: Homeboy is probably sitting in a tree eating bamboo, man. He's probably sitting in
1: the tree, yeah. He's probably, probably wondering he's next to me,
0: uh. Dude, he is the HIDF.
1: <laughs> like satin <and> roll pinju
0: <laughs> pinju's up in a tree eating bamboo rolling a blunt just fucking living life a blunt.
1: <laughs> pinju oh. I know you were with that I know you're <laughs> chill like that man
0: bro pinju is with that he is that alright he is the HIDF he is the reason drugs are allowed in the HIDF <laughs> hallucinogenic basically with Bob Marley from the sounds of it Yes. Except he doesn't make good music, he just
1: listens to good music, so.
0: Yeah. Well,
1: um I'm trying to think any other announcements. Uh we have uh I, I'm gonna start you know just doing random stuff. Uh our we have an episode coming up on the Iltis. Yes. Um stage. Jack's for the Iltis. That. The Iltussy. Uh, <laughs> and Yeah, again, six subscribe to the channel uh, join our discord um, I really mean this and always say in every episode but definitely join discord um if you've suffered through us talking for one hour and seventeen minutes uh, you could definitely suffer through us uh, indefinitely on the discord we have about sixty people on, on it right now it's an amazing and very active community um people from all over the world who are making amazing stuff <clears throat> and it is unlike you know most forums basically a lawless society so that's pretty cool.
0: Yes. Uh, another thing with the Discord, uh, we have that group build going on for the Battle of the yes. Bulge. So if you're interested in that, go on the Discord, uh, surf through the the Battle of the Bulge area. I know I posted a video explaining the rules and whatnot on my YouTube channel, uh, and that's on like the, the my home page for my channel, so it's pretty easy to find. If that's something you're interested in, we'd love for you to join, whether it's for the competition part or just uh, build to build a build. It doesn't matter uh, matter to us, but if you do the competition, uh, you could be the lucky winner of a 26 Pershing. So keep that
1: in mind. And not just any Pershing, the hobby boss Pershing with the individual like, tracks and the engine.
0: If I could compete for this, I would.
1: You're going to leave the podcast and turn like, it resign <laughs> yourself.
0: <laughs> Here's my two-week <laughs> notice uh uh it's it's two and a half weeks until the 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 battle of the bulge i am aware (laughs) two days before the battle of the bulge here's my resume to come back onto the podcast (laughs) takes a week of processing
1: (laughs) we have a selection process
0: (laughs) are there are currently zero candidates ahead of you but we're going to give you two weeks uh for us to decide okay okay
1: yeah that sounds about like the hiring process that is the hiring
0: process, and it's so irritating.
1: Ugh. Oh, on that note, you have been listening to the Micro Machines podcast. Uh, thank you so much for joining Garr- Garrison and I tonight. Uh, we hope to see you and hear from you on the Discord, and we will see you in the next episode. Alrighty. bye everyone. See you, folks.